And the Oscar goes to. And the Oscar goes to. And the Oscar goes to. And the and the Oscar goes to. And the Oscar goes to. That's right, we're in awards season, and Sunday marked the last show until the Tonys in June. Today, we're talking about all things Oscars, from the stunning cinema to the red or, should I say, champagne carpet looks, to emotional speeches to everything in between. Okay, I won't hold you any longer. Now presenting the Oscars Offbeat Edition. Okay, so welcome to our Oscars roundtable. If everyone could just... Go around, introduce yourself, maybe then say like who your favorite um, actor, actress is. So my name is Sophia. I'm a freshman journalism and English major. And I got to be honest, my favorite actor at the moment is Pedro Pascal. I Mm -hmm. am on the Last of Us chain, on the Mandalorian chain, all of it. Um, we're gonna fight because <laughs> that's also one of mine. No, when it was him and Elizabeth Olsen presenting together, like they knew what they were doing. There was no way they didn't know. Um, but I'm Megan. I'm a senior journalism gov double major reporter for Offbeat, you know, the huge. Um, and I would say I'm also a very big Pedro Pascal fan and then also Florence Pugh as well. She's like one of my favorite people ever. Um, so yeah, that's. I'm Jess. I am a freshman journalism major. And I feel like one of, okay, so, like, I it changes based on, like, the movies that I'm in, but one of my all-time, like, consistently favorite actors is Keanu Reeves, and also Saoirse Ronan is incredible, um, and Emma Stone, because ginger. I'm a ginger, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I should have gone first. You guys listed so many of my favorite actresses. <laughs> um, yeah, my name is Fatima Yazdi. I'm a junior journalism and government and politics supplement major. I'm also a reporter with Offbeat. And um, I'll do like an overall like favorite um, like modern day actor or actress. I would say Jennifer Lawrence for me is like very consistent. I just like always love her work. Um, but more recent, I would also say Florence Pugh, I think is just killing it these days. I really do. Yeah. Um, so what, how does everyone feel? Were their predictions accurate? Were they inaccurate? Some snubs that we feel, um, that kind of thing. I definitely changed my predictions like an hour before the ceremony last night because I think my issue is just I'm so indecisive. So I kept going back and forth, particularly with Best Actor. Mm-hmm. But last night I'm like, it's 7 o'clock. I'm like, no, I think it's going to be Brendan Fraser. Like, I'm going to put it down. And I was very glad I did. Like, it was nice kind of checking it off. It's like, it's official. So I was really happy about that. Um, but yeah, I think I did well for the predictions because there's so many, um, like the, I'm not familiar with like sound editing makeup. So I feel like predicting for those, it's like, I wouldn't know what the Academy would want, but you can, it's fun to kind of take a guess. And then if it's right, it's like, oh, wow, I'm a genius, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I I got some of the predictions right, I'd say. But, like, I was definitely – I well, okay, I'm not surprised that Brendan Fraser got Best Actor. I am so happy for him. I think he deserves it. Like, this is his, like, comeback moment. He's wonderful. But originally I did, like, think that Austin Butler was going to get it. But, like, I'm I'm – very happy. I when I when I jumped up and down when he didn't win, I was like I was so glad because I was ranting because I think it's since like 2016 biopics have been winning best actor and it's like okay, like 
I understand why, because if you can emulate someone so well, it's like fresh, it's like good and like, like impressive. But at the same time, like you have these original roles that people, like no one knows about, like people are genuinely like putting out there. And like Elvis, I don't think he's one that I'm like jumping up and down for. Like Freddie Mercury, fine. I do think Taryn Edgerton was, Edgerton was snubbed for, um, Elton John. I will always be upset about that. But we digress. All of Twitter was like, he had that accent on for three years just to lose. Yeah. 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 I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I've been like following the Austin Butler, like Elvis journey. And like a lot of people are commenting on him being like a method actor and like really getting into the character. Um, so I was expecting there to just be a lot of hype around him. But I was also very happy to see him win that. Sorry, respectfully, Austin. respectfully. He'll, he'll have his moment. He has time. But like Brendan Fraser, like this was so well deserved um i'm very happy for him was did everyone have like a favorite winner on top of i know brendan fraser was a big um but i don't know if anyone had a favorite winner Kiwi yes, I'm, yeah. I'm so I, proud of him oh my god when when like ariana devos like announced his name and like she was like choked up i was like oh my god i'm gonna start crying now and the oscar goes to my mom is 84 years old and she's at home watching mom i just want an oscar it's just like his his whole story like when he was like you know he started when he was young but like he just kind of got, like, kicked out of the industry. Not kicked out, but, like, you know, it was just hard for him to, like, get his footing. And now he's, like, back and better than ever. My journey started on a boat. I spent a year in a refugee camp. And somehow, I ended up here on Hollywood's biggest stage. Thank you so much for welcoming me back. I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you! When Everything Everywhere won Best Picture, like... Nothing was more perfect than Harrison Ford giving that award out because he ran into that man's arms and it was just the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, but yeah, best picture obviously went to everything everywhere all at once. I, I am happy with that. Cause I feel like it was kind of a relatively simple like plot line, I guess, and like a relatively simple story, but they told it in such a unique and like over the top way. And it was just like, Ah, uh, yes, this is what cinema should be. <laughs> it was so good. Any other favorite winners? Biggest snubs, maybe, even? I do think that Stephanie Sue should have won Best Supporting Actress. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I think she's a, an amazing actress. But, like, this movie would not be the same without Stephanie Sue in that role. And it was just, like, just a whole, like, commentary on just how the Oscars work and the system and things. Like, I, I was so angry. Yeah. yeah. And, like, Angela Bassett's face. I was just, just going to say that on that note. All over my Twitter feed, it was, like, Angela Bassett. I saw, what are, what's your guys' thoughts on her reaction? I just am curious because I saw a lot of people being, like, oh, my God, like, I feel for her, like, my sister, like, I understand. But then some people are, like, no one likes the look of a sore loser. Like, that's not classy. I think it was very fitting. And, and it wasn't that bad. Like, she just didn't clap. Yeah, I think, like, I don't know if it was, like, if this was confirmed, but, like, I understand because of the nature of her role in the movie. Like, she was, like, maybe mourning the loss of, like, Chadwick Boseman, and, like, a lot of people were talking about that. So I was, like, I don't think she's a sore loser. I think 
this this is appropriate. I think it's why are we trying to police people's emotions? You yeah. lost a major award that for this entire season people were saying you were the front runner for. Like you're excited, everyone's rooting for you. When you like it's it wasn't just her losing. I felt like so many of us kind of lost when she lost. Like we were all so excited, you know, I think that she was snubbed for what's love got to do with it. Let's talk about the war movies that keep winning. Um <laughs> all like like all quiet all quiet on the western front was like sneaking up on everyone and yeah. winning all of these awards. It won. I know like the original one best picture I think in 1930. So just seeing it nominated again I'm like we've we've been down this road before. <laughs> like what in the year where we're celebrating this original cinema and this move this genre um movie that's winning all the awards it's like oh great the war film remake is also is like the second front runner this is it's kind of an eyeball moment it's like the academy wants to move forward and then it still continues to prioritize i'm sure it's a great film but is it anything that we haven't seen before jimmy kimmel hosted I like yet again he hosts like every single one and he made several mentions to the slap last year do we think that's tacky do we think that's in poor taste do we think that it was necessary i feel like since he's like a comedian you know sure he like could mention it once and or twice at the most i feel like and like you know people would get it but like after a while it definitely gets old especially because i feel like a lot of people thought that like this year's oscars was like such a like happier environment i feel like people have kind of moved on from it i feel like um they like Jada and um Will like made an effort to like just kind of move on. That's another thing I wanted to touch on. She, uh she is the only black woman to ever win two Oscars, which is just crazy to me. And Halle Berry is still the only black woman to win the Best Actress award and that was back in 2002. Yeah. And so it's just crazy to me. Like Michelle Yeoh like broke barriers as being okay. like the first Asian woman to win the but but it's like happening in 2023 when it's been around for 95 years so I, as crazy as it is as it is like i feel like i can't say that i'm surprised cuz i feel like every year um i feel like the oscars is honestly just known for sometimes like not giving credit where it's due and mm-hmm. like a lot of um minority like actors and um poc actors and actresses are just like pushed out when they they very much like deserve the award which is also why i was so happy with um the results on everything everywhere all at once like i was very happy to see that the movie got um the credit that it deserved and people were celebrating that mm-hmm. so as crazy as that is i can't say i'm like super shocked cuz it's the oscars all the little boys and girls who look like me watching tonight <laughs> this is a beacon of hope and possibilities this is proof that dreams dream big and dreams do come true and ladies don't let anybody tell you you are ever past your prime <laughs> never give up well this really like best picture so i i watched uh the banshees of inchiran and like that was good but like i definitely did not see that as like best picture worthy i think colin farrell did amazing say, yeah. but like the story was like kind of weird a little bit like com- not confusing but like it was just kind of like i don't know it was a weird storyline kind of graphic i thought it was cool 
And, like, I loved the, like, you know, the scenery and, like, the... Because, like, Ireland is just yeah. so beautiful. And I loved, like, seeing that on, like, a big screen. But, like, I was like, mm, is this best picture worthy? I'm not so sure. Um, with best picture nominees, I don't want to be, like, Fumbro. It's like, oh, no one's seen this film. Why is it nominated? Why is it over this one? <laughs> but I genuinely have no recollection of women talking before the nominations for Best Picture came no. out. Wasn't I, that it? Wasn't that all it was nominated It was for? Best Picture, and it won adapted screenplay, but I, I had not heard anything about it before it got nominated, yeah. and I was, I, was, I was surprised. I also have a bit of a grievance with the makeup, with the makeup that won. Um, I did too. Was it, um, <laughs> who won? The Whale. That's, I was, I was like, m- you're winning makeup for a fat suit (laughs) i just think compared to the makeup and everything everywhere all at once it's just not comparable and the academy love i don't know does the academy love fat suits i also i was like because i was literally pulling up photos of like the looks and everything everywhere all at once and was like her hair is in a circle and braids and like she has like the crazy like eye makeup and stuff like that i was also really upset because i was like why are you getting an Oscar for making a really realistic fat suit as opposed to just hiring someone that like actually looks like that and you know for that sort of representation and but yeah that's true. yeah I thought Elvis would have gotten that one because mm. like it showed the entire like progression of his life so they had to make Austin Butler look different ages not just like you know different styles which um was also like they did very well but like they had to show him as like a like a teenager or like not teenager but like in his 20s or something and then up until like his like 60s and like i think that they did a really great job with that it's just showing like that progression i I feel like that could have been a winner yeah (laughs) but yeah Top Gun Maverick was there, was uh, nominated. For <laughs> yeah, it was, was there a lot. Okay, but like I, yeah, I'm a huge like '80s fan, so like I watched Top Gun Maverick or the first Top Gun like the day before I watched Top Gun Maverick, and then I was like blown away with like how like it was really well done and like it was a really good movie. Um, but like some of the things that it was nominated for, I was like interesting take. <laughs> I was so glad that they put all 23 categories back in the broadcast yes. this year. I mean, I like I remember last year they had like best fan favorite movie and do you do you remember that it was like the Justice League? Yes. <laughs> they, gave, they gave Zach Justice Snyder League like, rights. No. <laughs> Zach Snyder like an award. Anyway, I was just really glad. No, I liked that too. Yeah, everyone because the movies it's it's a product of so many people and it's not just the actors it's not just the face it's like makeup and lighting and sound and i love that everyone kind of and editing was another good one yeah okay should we move on to fashion i will say overall um i think we saw a lot of interesting looks i picked up on a lot of like trends um i feel like we saw a lot of um sheer like materials a lot of um like see-through and i saw like a new york times article that pointed out how many deep cut like dresses that there were which i think is also interesting because i don't know if this is like a placebo or if this is really a thing but people have been picking up on the fact that in recent um 
just like award ceremonies and just like on red carpets in the past few months necklaces have become a lot less common and so i was like is that like a nod to that like we're not doing necklaces anymore like the the decollete area is just like its own fashion janelle monet as number one and i agree because that was so good like yeah oh my gosh like the contrast between the orange and the black and like the the shape of the skirt was like so pretty it just like it had a lot of like movement i guess it was so cool janelle monet was in like a black strapless deep cut kind of looks like velvety Mm -hmm. kind of top with like a black choker and a gem kind of in the middle and then this orange not like a bright orange it's kind of like a nickelodeon symbol orange (laughs) but like tasteful and it like swoops and it goes down like she looks so good ana de armas close to the top pretty much anything that she wears is gorgeous because she's gorgeous but also like the dress very much fit her role that she was nominated for because it was very like old hollywood i thought that it was so pretty those um, are my top two like blonde got nothing else mm-hmm. other than on day armas i have to disagree about Ana de armas i'm sorry i i thought take <laughs> gas i thought the color of the dress washed her out i think she's so beautiful but i felt like um maybe a pink or a darker red would have looked better on her mm, yeah, like um <laughs> uh gosh who else am i thinking of i think cara delavine looked cara really good too yes. very old hollywood glamour yeah i loved that i thought this no one took a lot of risks on the carpet and i kind of appreciated that because i've seen a few ri- risks recently and it's it hasn't hit and i <laughs> i think people went safe for the oscars and i really like that um yeah. my favorite look of the night i think was tem i was hoping we would talk about that yeah i i love the movement in the silhouette of the outfit and it kind of reminded me a bit of the of like an iris van herpen outfit mm. um and i loved it i thought it looked beautiful on the carpet it looked beautiful with her skin color yeah. she was best dressed for me yeah. i also liked for the men paul mescal in the in the white suit with like the boot cut pants oh did you see harry shum jr's outfit he looked that he looked good yeah he had like the white suit and then he had kind of like a thing tied around his waist he looked really good i thought lenny kravitz came looking like themselves and i thought it was like a cool look for men like interesting yeah lenny kravitz looks cool yeah i will say i don't you know, I like her, so I don't want to say worse dress, but I wasn't obsessed with Sama Hayek's dress. It was like this glittery, something in between a red and an orange skin tight dress. I just think she's so stunning, and I think it took away a little bit from her look and just not obsessed with not obsessed with what was going on there I at all. Be- yeah, I don't know if I have a worse dress. Because I never hate anything. I'll say, Jamie Lee Curtis's dress also didn't really look that good. Not to be a Jamie Lee hater. I loved her in Freaky Friday. But, like, I just... It looked cheap. Like, I can't explain it. Something about the sequence and the cut. It looked... It, it didn't look tailored. It looked very much... She pulled it out of her closet. Which is very Jamie Lee. But <laughs> just pull it out of your closet. But, I mean, I feel like for the, for the Oscars, for the carpet, I expected something more. Thanks for listening to Offbeat. I'm your host, Megan Barnes. This episode is brought to you with the help of our editor, Julia Bischoff, our assistant editor, Grace Capetemi, and our reporter, Fatima Yazdi. Special thank you to Sophia Apollonio and Jess Dannenhirsch for sharing their pop culture brains with us this episode. 
Follow Offbeat on Twitter at dbkoffbeat, and follow the Diamondback on Twitter and Instagram at the DBK. You can find a transcript of this episode at dbknews.com. And if you liked this episode, tell your friends and tune in next time. <laughs>